the More Than A Game podcast by Matt Thacker and Aaron Kempster. Football, it's more than a game. Welcome to More Than A Game, episode three of 2022. I thought it would get easier to start these podcasts, but I always seem to doubt myself every time. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, how are you well, doing, well, first of all? Do you know, I, I listen to a, um, an NFL fantasy football podcast yeah. and the guy has got, he's got a very distinct intro to the start of the podcast. I think maybe, maybe we need that. We need maybe that. We need that. Hey guys, welcome to More Than A Game Podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, that, yeah, his is very much like that. It's very lively and it's like, uh, you know you're listening to that podcast when it okay. comes on. So maybe that's what we need. All right, next month I'm going to come up with like a boom intro. Um, any ideas, please let me know. Anyway, right, let's get cracking. So we've got six subjects to talk about today. And uh, we've got them written down in front of us. Uh, just things that are going on in the football world, things that are very current. And um, the first one's a little bit different. We have a bit of a laugh at this, aren't we? Yeah, it should be good fun, this. Yeah. And we want to know what you think as well, guys. So I was talking to someone the other day and they were saying about, oh, they said, oh, you love football, don't you? You love football, Matt. You absolutely love it. And I was like, yeah. And then something came up and I was like, oh, I can't defend that. I can't remember what it was now. I think it was diving in football. And they were like, what about the diving people when they rolled around? I was like, no, I can't actually defend that. That's one thing I dislike about football. And it got me thinking, what do I dislike about football? So, um, do you want to start us off? What do you dislike about the beautiful game? <clears throat> Nothing, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? I saw, I saw one on social media. I'm going to start with this one. And it, it, it sounds really silly. Yeah. And, um, but it, this one, I, I've been able to affect it a lot in grassroots football. But it annoys me on computer games, it annoys me in professional football, and it annoys me in grassroots football. Baggy nets. For me, the net okay. has to be tight. <laughs> Why is there such a thing as baggy nets? Yeah, do, you, just, do you like it when the ball bounces, it comes straight yeah, back out Yeah, there. I love that. The, I, I don't want the ball to just like sit yeah, in the net. In. I don't oh. know why we're showing people with our hands, but the ball just sitting in the net like it's a little like rubbish little football. I want the, ball, rubbish to, little football. I want the ball to ping off the net. So baggy, I hate baggy nets. Just They're just... They look rubbish. They are rubbish. I want that shot to ping. I don't, I don't care if it pings out the net and comes to the halfway line. I, just, I don't know. I'm on, the, I'm on the fence there. I quite yeah, like it. Like, nets nestles terrible. in and like sits in. But um, yeah. All right. We're talking, well, talking, well, we say dislike, well, we dislike about football. I dislike when people call football footy. Like, oh, see, I don't uh, mind that. I don't like it. Like, I'm, I'm uh, saying, no, I don't really say it that much, actually. You, you going to play some footy today? You, you, you're a footy coach. I'm like, oh no, I just, yeah, I, I don't know, which is a massive pet hate of mine. But oh, we just said about diving. That's how this all kind of started. I was doing it at Son the other day. The ball hit him, and then he dived. Have you seen it? Oh, I don't have seen that from the West Ham game. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. no I haven't seen any of that game. Actually. Yeah, so the the ball hit him, and then he, he obviously thought it was a player, and he dived. Okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, it just got me thinking. I was like, dive, <laughs> dive. I just, I just don't get it. Like, yeah, it is, it is annoying. Like, yeah, it's one thing I dislike about football, and then and then like non-football fans use it on football fans. Then they're like, oh, they just roll yeah, around, oh, and yeah. dive around and thing. Well, especially us as coaches, we get we get that thrown at us all the time. Don't we? Oh, footballers do is dive, blah blah. Oh. This brings on to the next one. Well, your next one, sorry. So one of Aaron's dislikes in football, he wrote down earlier, is Neymar. He dives a lot. Why Neymar? Not. I don't dislike Neymar. I, I okay. dislike the hype around Neymar. Okay. I just. I just. I've never understood it. Don't get me wrong; he's he's decent, but. Neymar, I know, I know he doesn't now, but Neymar used to get talked about in the same conversation as Messi and Ronaldo. He's not even close to that. He never was. Like, I don't know. Do you think he ever what was? What about the season when him, Suarez and Messi played up front and they won the, well, he everything? Still, he was good, but he wasn't... He, he still wasn't, like 40-odd goals. He still wasn't anywhere near Messi and Ronaldo's level. Yeah. But, but you're telling me he was good for one season? 
Well, that's, yeah, well, that's, that's a signal yeah. for Bingo. But it's, not, it's not necessarily Neymar I dislike. It's the it's the Neymar hype. Okay, I, yeah. I just, I just, I've never understood it, and I do think it's calmed down a lot. It's more of a brand, isn't it? We, we, well, yeah, of course, you, yeah. I don't know if you know, guys, we actually went to Brazil. <laughs> uh, we went to Brazil for the World Cup in 2014, and he's so famous, isn't he? He was oh, crazy. Wasn't he? Yeah, he's it's <clears throat> literally it's everywhere. It's absolutely crazy. Do you know one of yours that? Um, oh, I, yeah. I mean, I didn't put this down because I, um, because I, uh, I. I Obviously, you already had it. Why did I find that so hard to say? <laughs> corners that don't beat the first man. I think that That's is probably... That's your pet, isn't it? I can't stand it. I, I don't like to blame around trumpet, but I was an alright corner taker at grassroots level. So if I can get the ball in the box, why can't... Like, Nicolas Pepe, oh my word. Yeah, it's, a, <sighs> it's, it's so true. Like, it is literally like, you're a professional football player, surely you should be able to That's, put a ball wherever you want. I can't... Yeah, I don't... But what, do you know? Do you know what annoys me more than not beating the first man? The same player taking the corners over and over again and still not beating the first man. Surely yeah. just give the corner to someone else. Change if, it. Like Nicolas so, Pepe for Arsenal, he, I know he doesn't play so much, but when he does play, he seems to take the corners and he can't beat the first man. So keep him on corners. You remember Harry Kane took him for England. Oh, that was stupid. That, that was ridiculous, wasn't it? Was, oh, that was awful. What about, what about Henri? He took him for Arsenal. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, but then, he, but then he wasn't. He wasn't great in the air, so. Okay. He was all right, but yeah, but you want him in the pot, like no, yeah. But he's not like Harry yeah, Kane. No. He's like a proper. He was, he, he was a bit of a winger sort of player for us, I yeah. suppose, to a certain extent, wasn't he? Yeah, true. But while we're on that, and this this may be a, a, an unpopular opinion, but I just hate set pieces in general. Hate for, I just don't get me wrong. I like to see a good free kick going. Yeah, but I just, they slow the game down. Like throw, I, I hate throw ones. I I was coaching my um, I I now coach my son's football team, and two of the boys argued over a throw on tonight. I said, boys, I don't care who takes it. It's a throw on, just take it. Like, it's not yeah. that exciting. <laughs> like, corner, like, corners are a bit more exciting as our free kicks, but. Yeah, just, I, I, just I'm, annoy I'm, me. I'm on the fence. I disagree and agree. Like, I disagree because I love a good free kick. Yeah. I love, like, working on, like, corners and things like that, different, like, ideas you can come up with defending them and obviously attacking them. But throwing to me, oh. It's just. And that brings us to my next one. This is the pointless part of football. I'm sorry, but, like, I'm really sorry if I offend anyone here, but. Coaching throw-ins, you don't need to coach throw-ins. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean you should be out there, but anyone can put the ball behind the red corner. But then I, I do. Get, I'm <laughs> kind of contradicting myself here now. Getting scared now. All the people are turning off. Um, but yeah, like, like I do get like when someone does a foul throw, and it's like, like how, like why, what? Even if you're like seven years old. Yeah. But then, then, but then I can I can see the, why people can go. Like, oh, do you know what? we're practicing them. But it's like surely just two feet on the floor. Ball around your head, yeah. I suppose you can work on the movement from throw-ins. That's uh, I'm going all technical now. Um, and I things that are current right now. So this weekend we're we're filming this. We're filming, recording, we're recording this on the twenty fourth of March. And this weekend is international weekend. Oh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> you know and that was one of the things when we spoke about doing this. This was, that was one of the things I thought about. Oh, putting. honestly, that might be my number one because it feels so different. Doesn't it like? So I don't, I, don't do you, do you, are you right now? I I don't think there's any football at the weekend. Do you yeah, think that? exactly. Exactly. There yeah. is. There, there there is. England are playing a, an international game, which for somebody we, we're going to come on to the England squad later. But for some of the England players that are in the squad for the first time, it's a massive deal. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's Switzerland. Is it Switzerland? Switzerland uh, or Ivory Coast? Yeah, Ivory Coast. Yeah. Who? Like, not the greatest teams, but for them it's huge. But why? Why is it that we don't just we just don't care? Not not everybody, obviously, but. Yeah, no, it's not, it might be a popular or unpopular um, uh, thing that we're coming up with here, but 
I just, I, I don't know. It, like last weekend, there wasn't that many Prem games. Maybe like four or five, was there? Four? Four, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. and like, that still felt like there's loads of games. Like the FA Cup was on. That was when that still felt like, like excitement. And in the league at the minute, you got the relegation battle. you got the top four battle. you got who's going to win the league at City and Liverpool. And it's all really exciting. It just, excitement just goes. And it just feels like everyone's got a week off. And I don't know. I, I'll just, I'm not having it. I'm just not having it at all. But then... Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw one more, well, one more, uh, sort of one slash two more. Um, so all I've written down is tall and fast players. So what I mean by that <laughs> is I just hate how players get pigeonholed. Oh, yeah, tall players yeah. are centre backs. Tall, or it's just target man. Yeah. Or fast players. You have to. You have to play on the wing. Like, yeah, like I mean, we've both had many players yeah. over the years in our in grassroots teams that, on paper, I'm doing inverted commas here, but they they they're a centre back, and we've ended up realizing that actually they're yeah. not centre back. Like. I don't, I don't know. Like that's such an old-fashioned way of looking at football. Definitely, but we definitely. still, we we all still do it. It's like it's, it just drives me mad. Like oh, he's tall, so he's got to go up front. Yeah, why can't he have good feet? Or yeah, why can't I? I know people are like five foot seven. They can they yeah. can leap, leap high and people are six, yeah. six or seven. Yeah, it just oh, it drives me mad. You just you just they get or, or you're small, so so you you can't play as a striker. I mean, again, we're going to touch on Jermaine Defoe as well today. Yeah. One of the smallest players to play in the Premier League, but one of the best. And they're not strong, apparently, as well, sort of yeah. players and things no, like that. Like, you look at, like, Messi, Defoe, Hazard, they're some of the strongest players in the world, oh, like, dri- on the ball. Driving around the bed. Um, I was going to say, um, sorry, I thought we, thought we lost the recording then. Um, yeah, charging around the bend, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've not had that same for ages. Jars around the bend. <laughs> it does. Um, it drives me right around the bend. Yeah, so another one that's very current is that Arsenal played at the weekend. They beat Aston Villa 1-0. And uh, they're getting heavily criticised for over-celebrating. I, I love it. Celebrate your goals. Celebrate your victory. Surely, no? Uh, more than a game motto, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, what, that's why we, I always say this to kids I coach. That's why we play football. That's yeah. why we watch football for goals, for wins. I just think, yeah, celebrate like, it, enjoy it, surely. So I put here like what this like about football, not celebrating a goal. I can't stand it. Like if someone scores, like John under eighteens. If you listen to this, they're terrible for that. Sometimes they'll score and they'll just turn around, right, do a call, walk away. But really inside, they are buzzing. Yeah, they are jumping for joy. Like, that's, that's jumping what, for joy. It's terrible saying That's that what football's about, isn't it? Surely, like scoring, not not just you as the individual scoring, but as a team. Scoring goals and winning matches, so why not celebrate it? Yeah, definitely. Why anyway, <laughs> we could go on all day, oh, but I know. Anyway, you know, let us know what you dislike about football. It's all quite light-hearted. We don't want to get too serious about it because there's obviously some other, maybe more serious things. But, yeah. Um, but before we move on, what would you, what would you say? What What do you love about football the most? If you were to pick one thing, what do you, what do you I love? Like, oh, I think I said this in podcast number one. How it brings people together. Yeah. I love it. Like majority of my friends, and probably my social skills and. I don't know, maybe just my outlook in life has come from football. It's given, yeah. it's given me so much and I think it's so good how it brings people together whether you yeah. play or you're just watching. Yeah. Look what the World Cup did. Um, yeah, oh, amazing. That's just, that's one example. Yeah. I could go on all day, but yeah, how it brings people together. I mean, if I, if I was to, I, I agree with that, but if I was to come from a different different point of view, I'd say maybe that the joy it brings to people. Like when you see, yeah. I don't know, when a team stays up, how happy it makes people yeah. or when, when a kid scores their first goal, how happy it oh, makes them. When a parent sees their kid doing well, like it, it brings it brings so much joy to people from yeah. from their team doing well or doing well as an individual or definitely someone give, come back from an injury like what yeah. I mean it could be anything but yeah have I you just... seen that um, viral video that's going around that kid scoring the goalkeeper scoring from his own half no yeah so I don't know, you might have seen you might not have seen it guys it, it's going around the internet like anything at the moment so I'm sure you can find it quite easily but as a boy young boy I think under 11s maybe under 12s. 
um, it's rolled to him inside his own half and he's just, he, oh, just, wow. he just hit it. I'll have to have a look at that. And it's gone in, that's but brilliant. his face was like, oh, so good. But that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Things yeah. like that, it's amazing. So good. Um, go on, give two more. No explanation, just two off your list. Two off of my list, yeah. yeah I'll do two off mine and we'll move um, on. The Emirates Stadium. Uh, I've got a couple of Arsenal ones on it, but I won't go any more Arsenal ones. And uh, saving goals. <laughs> you, do, you, can't save say, shots, yeah. you can't save goals, you save shots. I've done that, I've said that a few times, to be fair. <laughs> um, so, so two of mine, one is uh, people leaving before the game is finished. If my dad's um, listening to this, you used to make me do it all the time, Dad. I'm pointing, at the, I'm pointing at the recording like you can see me. Come on, Dad, you can't do that, Taron. <laughs> Did you miss any like goals? I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, no, we went to the FA Cup semi-final at the Millennium Stadium. Van Persie scored, we missed it. I missed a late goal in the Champions League against Dino Kiev, Ashley Colby. Yeah, oh, there's loads. But anyway, sorry, mate. What's your other one? I've only ever done it once. I refuse to do it. But Palace were 3 0 down with two minutes to go <laughs> against Scunthorpe. And, <laughs> and the week before, we were 4 0 four down against Doncaster and we stayed. Wow. We stayed, yeah. We, we lost 4 0. Well, it was, it was the home game before. We lost 4 0. We stayed in. Our times have changed, ain't And, I, and I, that's what I mean. It's like quick, I'm changing the subject now. But um, me and my dad went to Palace Man City the other week and we sat there actually. When we first watched the game, we were like, oh, 15, 20 years ago, we were watching Grimsby and yeah, Scunthorpe. And no disrespect to those teams at all, but just looking, and now we're playing like billionaire football guy Man City, it was, it was all a bit surreal actually, and yeah. that's why we celebrated a 0-0 draw like we won the, world, <laughs> like won the Champions League. Um, oh, another one quickly is I'm going to go for, um, <laughs> I'm going to go for, I've got loads in here, I? I'm going to go for certain pundits. I was feeling you are going to go for that Certain one. pundits, we'll leave yeah, it I'll, I'll, with you, I'll, 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 I'll let you think about who they are. Some do uh, drive me, drive me round the bend. Drive me round the bend. <laughs> um, oh, wow, so, do you know what, I, I had the radio on earlier, and uh, Jermaine Defoe's got a very distinct voice. Yeah. And he was talking and I hadn't, weirdly enough, I hadn't been on social media, which is quite unusual for me. I'm, I'm a bit of a social media freak. But um, yeah, he was chatting and I was like, this, this sounds like he's not playing anymore. And he literally, what, he only signed for to Sunderland, what, a couple yeah. of months ago? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you, before we sort of have a little chat about him, did, like... Do you think he's one of the best strikers in the world ever? Like, like, I would you put him in that category? Okay, right. So, because people might jump on this, are you saying like, is he in the top ten, top twenty ever? <sighs> yeah. In Premier League yeah. or world? World. <clears throat> it's, uh... So just so like, if we used to throw some names out, Aguero, Aguero's better than him. Henri, Drogba. If you put Ronaldo in that category, certainly one of the best in the Prem world. I'm going to put him in the top fifty ever. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I just wondered yeah. how how highly you would rate. I would probably agree with that. To be fair, I don't think he's he was incredible. He he was such a you put the ball in anywhere in and around the box in the box and he would finish it. He was yeah. He was such a such a dangerous finisher. But you know, it was quite interesting. I heard a, a guy on the radio today was saying that he never really seemed to be the main guy, did he, at Spurs or even for England? Yeah. Like, and I suppose he did. He did play in like one up front. is way more common now, isn't it, than it was probably when he was <laughs> yeah. playing in his prime. But do, do you th- do you think he would be more effective now or less effective now? Oh, good question. Uh. Uh. 
Same? Is that is a bit of a cop out answer? Do you think? But it depends who he played for. I mean, you imagine him in Man City. He would yeah. be perfect, but he's not for Man, that team yeah. like Man City. He would score a million, probably not a million, but yeah, and I no, think he would like you put him in that team. Wow, even in the Liverpool team, to be fair, still he'd be unreal. Do you feel like um, certain teams defenders are slightly weaker than he used to be as well? Like yeah, yeah, he would. He, I mean, he he would get in behind for fun against some it's more, teams. It's more like there's more space in the pitch now, isn't there? And Creative, especially like fullbacks kind of bowling on forward yeah. more and things like that and yeah I don't know I'd, I'd say I'd say probably the same but he he's very 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 good like I love I love that he, he was like a proper striker he'd get the ball and yeah. want to shoot yeah he was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I'd love, I wonder if there's a stat anywhere of how many shots he had in his career because he, he I, I'd love to see that we're looking at his stats now and like most most of the like, teams he played for it's like it's like one in two games isn't it he's scoring yeah, most of the time yeah, yeah, like you said, he was three, a, he was a proper worst. proper striker. He just to, to use a very cliche footballing term, he knew where the back of the net was. Yeah, definitely. He, yeah, he, yeah. It was and it, for him, it was instinct as well. I think he was all, he always had that. He I don't think he ever didn't have that instinct to score. Do you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's probably something I dislike about football. Many people say, "Oh, what if? What if? What if?" It happens all the time. But what if he signed for United? <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say, what if you played yeah, now? Ferguson wants him, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was talking about that on the radio. Yeah, today, he's, he's he I saw an article saying today saying that he, as his biggest regret, is not signing for Man United. So what if he signed oh, for them? Would you then say he'd be in that category of like, best one, the best ever? Potentially. I mean, look what, look what, I mean all we've got to do is look what he did for Rooney. We'll never know yeah. because Rooney, Rooney left Everton so young. It would have been it would have been around Portsmouth Tottenham days, wouldn't it? So we're looking here, it's like between 2008 and 2014. And in that time, he scored one in two for, one in two for Portsmouth, and then what? Probably one in two point five games for Tottenham. Yeah, well, I guess it's no different to my Man City um, suggestion that I guess you put him, you yeah. you put anyone in the Man United team back in the day and they'd have scored goals, I suppose. Definitely, I'm really happy for him. Like he won the league. For yeah, it's, it's crazy because I think didn't he, he only won the cup? I suppose the um, yeah, league cup, wasn't it? Didn't really win too much, did he? But when, he was, but when he went to... Did he uh, win anything with England? <laughs> <laughs> Might have done with the 18s. He didn't score for the 18s. But yeah, no, he, he was, I thought he was very, very good. He got, what, 57 caps for England, looking here. He played 624 games, scoring 227 goals. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, so it's probably a little bit closer to one in three, isn't He's it? He's only 5'7", he's the same height as me, so I love him. Yeah. Uh, do, do, would you... They're, again, talking on, talking on the uh, radio today, talking about the best finishers... Oh yeah, in the Premier League. But I'm not sure he would get into my top five though. No, not, I don't. I just think. Do you remember a game he scored five? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Wigan maybe. Yeah, there was that was that was in a, a quiz. I think was that in a quiz on the radio. I listened to it, on radio. Do you know what? Another thing I really like about Jermaine Defoe, which I think is important to say, because we were saying earlier, like football gets a. It's why that conversation started about things we dislike about football is that football does get tarnished sometimes, and football players get tarnished. I got to say. I don't know him personally, although I did bump into him in Winter Wonderland. <laughs> so thank you, Jermaine, because in Winter Wonderland, he, you know, he had he had his hood up as well, and like you could barely see his face, and he was obviously I don't think he was hiding. It was a cold cold night, but I just went, it's Jermaine the phone, and like nobody was bothering him at all. And I went, Jermaine, and he looked at me as if say, "How have you spotted me underneath my coat?" <laughs> and you know what? He was so lovely. I had a little chat with him, and um, yeah, he was lovely. I had a little picture of him, and yeah, he was so so nice. Um, but the but the thing he did for young Bradley, 
Um, oh, that was that. It was, that was amazing. It was like he became his mate, wasn't it? Oh, just I like, mean, it just sums up what a good man he is. I think as well because yeah, I mean what he did for that child. Um, you know, um, he was sounding the radio today. He still still keeps in touch. Oh, really? Yeah, he's still. Well, he's I'm not fr- I think he's. I think he's friends. With, I think he was saying he's still sort of friends with the family, which is. Yeah, to, tra- to like, take that on is tragic news incredible. with obviously Bradley passing. Um, Obviously, love, love to all his family and everything. Um, but yeah, he, in Bradley's last part of his life, you know, he visited him in hospital. He went around his house, and, uh, and, and he was his hero. And he, I mean, he went, he went above and beyond. Oh, the massively! People, these footballers do things like this, but that was what he did was like way more than yeah, definitely. Probably the family would have ever ever expected. Not that they would have expected it anyway, but... <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. And I think some people say, oh, he's just, you know, he gets paid a lot, whatever, he's just doing... No, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't think so. You didn't have to do any of that. You know, he, this young child, you know, Jermaine Defoe was his favourite player and he decided to treat him like a friend, yeah. like, a, like a person, not just, not just he's a selfie, see later. So, yeah, do you know what? Real, real good man as well. And, like, I've heard him a bit on the radio recently and I think he's got a future in... Yeah, radio or TV because yeah, he speaks really well yeah. as well. I like how he said about his mum as well. Saying his mum's his inspiration and like, you know, she'd always get into football and always like help him out and everything and bloody blah. And I, I like stories like that. So, yeah. yeah, do you know what? Great career. Well done. Well done, Jermaine Defoe. Uh, really, really good career and sounds like a good man off the yeah. pitch as well. Do you, know, do you know what he said today actually on the radio? He said that one thing his mum always said to him was, you won't be remembered for how good you are at football. It'll be you. You want to be remembered for being for being a good person. Oh, I love that. I, I think, think it's so important. And I think even even on the pitch, I don't think anybody would have a bad thing to say about Jermaine. If I never, some players rub you up the wrong way because <clears throat> yeah, because of the way they play or whatever. But I, yeah, there was none of that to, with Jermaine Defoe. But oh, brilliant, brilliant guy, great player, great finisher, great yeah, goals. Um, power used to generate as well from from his strikes. Yeah. And oh, no, um, with very little backlift. Yeah, it's a very very it's a very Quite unusual pain. technique. But he used to get crazy amounts of power on the ball. Great player, great player. So yeah, good career. Do you, do you think as well? So just just before we move on, do you think like Jermaine Defoe goes against everything we would probably coach a player to strike the ball? He he didn't. He's, he wasn't very nap. He wasn't what you'd call a natural yeah. normal technique. Yeah. But it worked. Makes you wonder if he had have used what we call the correct technique. Yeah. Would he have been even better? But then maybe that just yeah. worked for him. I don't know. Unique player, isn't he? Really, yeah. more, oh, more think about him. Great Absolutely player, incredible. great player. Um, right, moving on to um, Walker players. Um, who playing the Champions League? That's, that is some segue, by the way. What, what a segue that was. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting getting right at this podcast thing, aren't we? Um, no, uh, Champions League. Uh, the last sixteen took took place a few weeks ago, and I was just. Summarise it quickly. I'm going to summarise it by saying the games I saw were great, really good. The Real Madrid PSG game, the second leg, it's one of the best games in football I've seen in a long time. That's not Man City v Liverpool. Yeah. It was a really, really good game. Um, I mean, talk about, it was a bad saying again, talk about a game of two halves. <laughs> like, Ram, um, PSG were really good first half, dominated the game, had so many chances, and then they just capitulated, didn't they? They just like crumbled, and PSG just. I was I was actually getting annoyed watching it. It was really bugging me, like on a tactical point of view, like people not tracking back, people not helping. Like, basic things that you teach, like that I teach, like yeah. my under nines team, 
to to chat back to market players to you know if you lose the ball try and win it back you know etc etc and there's just no lack of desire or anything like it was just sloppy play as well no game management no it was just appalling like you know fair play to Benzema he took his goals really well but I mean the first one was just given to him the second one I can't remember um second oh, second one was a good goal to be fair but then the third one just literally giving it to him how well did he take that though like, like, oh that's really my favourite well, goal he? like Evans and Bappes but that was so he good. took that really well I really really enjoyed Benzema's third goal if you've not had a chance have a look have a look because it's incredible that was like, first then I, I thought I know I think you said you you, you noticed it first when yeah. I first saw it I, I just thought he'd kind of just kicked it <laughs> that's yeah. another that's another one I think I don't like kick, kick the kick ball it, kick it <laughs> but, um, but yeah um, it just looked like he just kind of hit it but wow it oh, he's, got, he's guided out the outside of his boot like so yeah, well and it was, was like really was it like 9 or 10 seconds from his second goal yeah and to be alert like, as well yeah but sorry I'm just going to go on PSG like, so sorry I don't want to take anyway, anything away from Benzema well done great hat trick brilliant player but PSG like and then even after that like there's no desire to Try to get back into it, or they just look lost. They, they look like a bunch of individuals. They're not coached very well. Well, I actually like Pochettino, but he's not coaching very well. I was just going to say that. Is, he's, is Pochettino a bit of a myth? Is, is, he, is he that good? Well, do you know what? Actually, I'm going to take back saying coaching. They don't need coaching because there's no way he can coach those players. Oh, yeah. oh, here's how you take a touch name, I think. He's going to listen to you. No chance. You know, yeah, I, want name you, was overrated, I want you to go, yeah, <laughs> uh, Bappe, I want you to go, what, I don't know, whatever they, he's going to say to him, he ain't going to listen, I think you need to manage that team, like, they need to, like, they need a stern person that's going to say, right, mm. you'll do this, I'm in charge, whether you like it or not, I don't care if you're superstar Steve or not, right? Superstar <laughs> right? Steve. <laughs> so, you and Bappe, you, Neymar, you, I love Messi, my favourite player ever, but you, Messi, listen here. It's my team, not your team. You play for PSG. You're representing the club. You're not representing yourself, right? Get on with the job. If you want to win Champions League and create history, stop sulking about who scored this goal or who's passing to me or who's doing that. Track back, work hard. Honestly, like it is, it's embarrassing to watch them. I don't watch them much, obviously, because I don't watch the French league. But it's an absolute embarrassment, like watching them fall apart in that game. So. I really enjoyed the game though. Overall. That's uh, two rants in two podcasts now. You're, you're <laughs> making a bit of a habit of this, mate. Yeah, you know, I um, I think as I said to you that week, I, I kind of watched that game with my eyes closed, and I um, haven't got around to watching the highlights yet. But you know, the one game that I watched, and the uh, reason I watched it was because I I fancied Bayern to win it. I've said that all along, and wow, like Salzburg weren't great to be fair, but Bayern, like a couple of goals were just. Decent. They get they to be fair. They Salzburg sort of self destructed a bit. Really, they gave away two pens and Lewandowski got an easy hat trick. But just the, the the Bayern squad is so strong. I'm a massive massive Sane fan. Like he scored a decent goal. But it's just like Muller seems to be not aging. <laughs> He's ridiculous. Lewandowski yeah. to be fair. They both just seem to like <clears throat> Muller, Muller seems to have like Muller seems to drop off a little bit and then he seems to be good again. Obviously, he's always been good because he's he's a top level player. Yeah. But they're just they're just they're that's strong. Good, that's a good point, fair, because you think like they're um, dropping off, getting older, getting slower, yeah. and then all of a sudden, bang! They're, yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's just I, yeah, they just it was just once they once they'd gone, they they were three 0 up after. Oh, it was very early doors in that game, and it was yeah, it was only going to go one way. I, I don't know how they drew one or in the first leg. I really don't because it was yeah. just. It was just it was just too easy and when you when you got the, the quality of players that they've got, it's just yeah, they they they'll 
they'll be tough to beat Bayern. Definitely. But Definitely. but then I don't but then I do think that they can they will they will concede. So <clears throat> Definitely I agree. Interesting. I am um, another game I watched, so um was Man United Atletico. Um they're the two games that really caught my eye at the start, so I watched both games in, in detail. Um could be ran to it now, right? <laughs> Man United. Oh sure so oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bro, not fair. This like that stupid talk. That takes us back a few years. <clears throat> um, oh, right, okay. Man United. Honestly, I was watching the game, and I was thinking, like, what is what are Man United? Who are they? Like, they're meant to be a huge football club, and they've got some superstar players in there. But again, they they got no direction. None of them knew what they were doing. The manager seemed to make up the formation as he went along. He made the wrong subs. And Ronaldo's whinging every five seconds. Honestly, it was like, it was like Atletico were laughing at him. <laughs> it was like, it was like we'll get our goal and then we'll just sit off because we know you're not going to score. Because it's such a clash, isn't it? Because it's a really organised team against yeah. a I'm trying really to, unorganised team. I mean, that night, I think, well, I probably could have told you this before, but that night confirmed it to me that United are lost they have no identity they have no guts they have no desire no direction they are so far off it it's unbelievable um, yeah, I'm sorry if you're if you're appointing a temporary manager not just not just a caretaker manager for two or three weeks a temporary manager for the rest of the season that that to me is lost like that that I don't know like in any workplace it's like, it's like it's almost like a supply teacher, isn't it? We all we all we all been there when you were younger, and the supply teacher came in and you you played up a little bit, blah 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 blah. I'm not saying that's what the Man United players are doing, but surely they don't have that same respect for this guy. I know he's going to go and be he's going to be director of football or whatever. Yeah, I think but he was meant to be the messiah. He's meant to be the oh, guy it's, it's coming in who invented this style of football, and he taught Klopp and he taught uh, Thomas Tuchel. I don't see any of that. No, he's I mean, a fraud. He's... He's a fraud. <laughs> he's, he's, he's con. He's Ralph con. Is a fraud. Out, he's con. He's con someone there, isn't he? Yeah. But to, I, to be fair, though, a mess. it's not just him. It, it runs. It runs right to the core of Man United. Yeah, something, something's got to change. It's not right. But then you know, if you break it down, because you could talk about Man United for hours of what is going wrong there. But Atletico Madrid, they have a culture. They have a style. They play for their manager. Every single player is playing for Simeone. He could tell them to do 18 somersaults and yeah. a backflip all game and they'll be like, they'll do it. Yeah. They'll do anything well, they'll for They'll probably him. say it in the language they speak. They'll yeah. go, see you. <laughs> <laughs> no. But they'll, like, they'll do it. Um, Guardiola has a style of play. All the players buy into it. Klopp has a style of play. Diaz has just joined. He's literally just joined. Straight away, fit into the mould. Yeah. Like, he's probably only buying players who will fit. Um, Jota as well. Fits the mould. And it's like, even Palace, you know, I'm going to talk about Palace because obviously I watched them the most. And we had um, Roy Hodgson who had his style of play. Every player bought into it. Now, Vieira's come in and completely ripped that up and got a whole new style of play which we won't go into. Maybe we'll go into it another day. But again, every single player is buying into it. Even Winji Wilfred Zaha is yeah. still buying into it. They're all buying into it. They're playing for the manager. Southampton, they... They play the style of football that they're taught. Even if they go and get beat, they still stick to it every yeah. week. There's just no like Arsenal. They're buying into yeah, the manager. Arsenal, We're in fourth. Hundred percent Arsenal. Like, <laughs> but no, but it, it, yeah, 
no, joke, no joke identity, no style, no, no, nothing. There's no like. It is. It, I've said this about PSG now, but it's quite similar. It's like just a bunch of individuals trying to like almost sell themselves. Yeah. For something else, I don't. I don't know, but and then like the subs he made, like I don't know if you if you watch the game against Atletico, I couldn't even work out what formation they're playing. And usually I like to. I'm a bit OCD with that. I like to know what formation teams are playing. I just say I like to know. And I had no idea what they're playing. I don't think that Man United know their best team. They don't. What, what formation do they play, mate? I think I think they like they like to play four two three one, don't they? But then look, but then when this Rangnick came in, he likes to play this four two 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 two. But I don't think they don't know what their best team is. They've got no idea. The subs he made against Atletico were embarrassing. Like I said this about content the other day. I'd love to have his job, and you know what? I just love it to have it just to get him organised. Why, don't, why, why do I need to overcomplicate it? He's meant to be the messiah of football. Just go back to basics, apparently. Fraud. Go back to basics with Maynard. Just restart. I don't know what? It's great because <laughs> gives everyone else a chance to beat Maynard. Yeah, true. But... <laughs> I, I can't get my head around how one of, if not the biggest club in world football, have got themselves into this much of a mess. So Doing well, like my club, Arsenal, we've, we've, been, we've been struggling for, for a few years. Well, <laughs> a few years has been generous. And I like to think we're sort of coming out the other side now and, and things are looking up, we're trying to build, but I don't know, like, I just, obviously, I mean, that, that's maybe another conversation we can have for another day, it might be something quite good to maybe touch on in the summer, but obviously me and you were chatting the other day and you were saying you think they need a complete rebuild, complete rebuild. Yeah. I, I personally don't think they need that. I think, I think more the club needs a, a sort out and the, they've got they've got players there. They've got quality players. It's not like they've got rubbish players. They've got Varane, Maguire, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Pogba, Cavani, Ronaldo. Like they've got top level players. Rashford, Sancho. Like I could, I could literally keep going on and on and on. But oh, I don't know. It's a weird one. But but yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on from United before 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 we get. Yeah, angry, so we're but... just we're looking at the draw. So obviously Benfica was a surprise one. They beat Ajax, and um, obviously Ten Hag is now the favourite for Man United job. If it's quite get... funny, Ten Hag who lost and Poch who lost. Yeah. <laughs> Two managers that are, yeah. that, are, that are back to go to United. But if they get you know, Ten Hag, he's got a good, he's got like 72% win rate, which is unbelievable. Yeah. But if, they, if they give, whoever they give the job to, they've got to give him like a three to five year project. Yeah, but then me and you could probably go out and, um, and beat Willem and. True. And, and uh, I can't even think of any other yeah, teams. Yeah, no, true. Twente no. and. Yeah, no. No, no disrespect to the Dutch league, but. No, that's true, it's true. I don't know. But I think whoever they're getting, they've got to give them, like, got to say, look, it's your three to five year plan. Yeah. And go from there. But the minute they've got no, it's almost like they want success now. Yeah, they, they, can't, they, just, need, they need to do what Arsenal have done. Yeah, I, exactly. I, hate to, I hate to blow my own club's trumpet, but we've given Arteta, he, he was struggling at the start of the season, wasn't he? But yeah. We've stuck by him, and now we're seeing he's brought in some younger players, and we're seeing that. Definitely. But I think, yeah, they, 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 they can't, they're, not, they're not even close to winning right now. They need to. And that's why I picked, and I, I'm quite happy I got this right. <laughs> that I picked Real Madrid and Atletico to pick United because both of them have no direction, no guts, no yeah. no team, morale, spirit, shape, yeah. identity, keep going. Anyway, so quickly, last little thing on the Champions League, who wins it? We said it last time, you changed your mind. Still buying, yeah. So you, said, you said buying, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've always said buying, yeah. Uh, I, I'm still going to see them. Yeah, and I think, I mean, look, I mean, buying, they've got Villarreal, which... For them, it's a great then draw. They, then they pay the winner of the Liverpool game after. Yes, I right? believe they do because it's Chelsea. Is it Chelsea? Yeah, it'd be Chelsea City, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still going by. Who are you going for? I'm sticking with Man City, yeah. yeah I, said okay. 
said it from day one, I'm gonna gonna stick with it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. But yeah, no, I think just so just to, just to go back to United, I think I I genuinely do believe that one or two players could could get them to where they need to be. Yeah. Ish, but that, that that's not it's not as easy as that. Yeah. I mean, look at Ronaldo. Ronaldo's coming in. It's not fixed here, but who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen with him? Definitely. But I think Chelsea, Chelsea, are, Chelsea could be a dark horse again. Yeah. They're so strong, aren't they? I think they 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 cruise through, didn't they? By the way, what about Villarreal? That that was mad. I, oh, I didn't yeah, see that coming. Quite Didn't see them. that coming. Liverpool's easy work as well. We always say there's there's always well majority of the time there's always a surprise team in the semi final. Yeah. So if you used to say now who'd be the surprise team. To make the semi, who? That's got to be Villarreal or Benfica, I suppose. Yeah. Especially if they beat Bayern or Liverpool. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any I don't think City, Madrid, Chelsea, or, or Atletico or Real Madrid are a surprise, are they? No. It's got to be Villarreal or Benfica, isn't it? Just think... quick, we we always um well I say always we we never really talk about the can't you say it <laughs> the Europa League yeah can't you say that's why we don't talk about it because I can't say it who um who wins that and, and fair play to West Ham right. Oh, I'd love to see West Ham win it. Uh, oh, to be honest, now we're not in it. I, I haven't looked at it that much, but what? Um, I think Barca, Barca are still in it, aren't they? Yeah, Barca. Oh, they're, they're, they're Barca are like Barca again. Four 0 win against Real Madrid. Yeah, that's like, that's crazy. They're back. How good um, would it be if West Ham won it though? That'd be incredible. Uh, I hope they do. I really hope they do. I'm, I'm Even Leicester, Leicester are still in it, aren't they? Yeah, I'm getting behind them definitely. Right, anyway, we've got three more things on our agenda. We've got um, next one is the new England call ups. Um, I'm going to start off by saying, well done, Terry Mitchell. Palace bias right there. I think he's been brilliant. And I don't want to bang on about him too much, but he's just been fantastic since he's come in. And I think he's played every game since, he, since he's been brought in last season. Um, 22, never, isn't played for England at all at any stage, like 21s or 20s. Yeah. Um, just things like down-to-earth boy, works hard. I think the game that really, that I looked at him and thought, yeah, you could play any level was when he kept Mares so and even for Mares yeah. kept him so quiet and knew exactly what he's going to be doing fantastic. knew his move his positioning was great I was watching him very um, closely in that game he was absolutely excellent like really really intelligent player so well done to Mitchell Does it, um, question for you because I was um, uh, my son's a Chris Palace fan I was chatting to him the other day um, and Obviously, I'm telling the listeners that you know that, Matt. <laughs> so, as if I was telling you that he's a Palace fan, you know that. <laughs> Probably you that's influenced it. But um, but I was talking the other day because obviously we've got we've got Gallagher in the squad again, who fully deserves it, and um, Mark Gay. However you say it, Gay, Gay, Gay. Yeah, I think Gay. it's Gay. I'm gonna um, yeah. When was the last time, or has there ever been a time when Palace have had three players in the squad? Obviously, Gallagher's up for debate, but yeah, I was going to say never. I don't. I don't. I can't. Yeah, that's surely never happened. But who, if it had, who who would the three be even be? It can't uh, have ever happened, surely. Andy Johnson. And who else? That's at that what I mean. Um, Klein. Klein. Maybe. Klein I, I, Johnson. It, it can't have ever happened if if it has not very much. But is that testament to Vieira, the job he's doing? That, like, oh, hundred percent. Because like we said about styles and and cultures and, and yeah. what we can do, and he, and one of his stuff I won't go into like I just said, but one of his styles is that he wanted to bring in we had that one of the oldest teams in the league. And he wanted to change that. So he brought in youth, Anderson, Gurhi, obviously mm. Mitchell's already there, but Mitchell, Gallagher, um, Elise. Yeah. The, the list goes on. They're all they're all under twenty three, all of them. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, they, they, and I think they all all three of them fully deserve. I was a bit surprised about the game one actually. I, I didn't 
Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that, but he, he played. Is. I think he played. He must have played in the. Must have been sort of during lockdown, or just be, no, maybe it was just before lockdown, but just after he played for the under twenty ones. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah he's obviously he's, he's difference yeah. between him and Mitchell is he's already been in the centre. Yeah. But I think that's why I brought up Mitchell first. But talking about Mark Mark Gurhey quickly, like he obviously he's gone through the twenty ones, so it was a natural progression. Um, it's a good pedigree from Chelsea, but very good player. He's future Palace captain one hundred percent. He was captain at the weekend. Because uh, Milivojevic was on the bench, but he's just he's got he's twenty two. He's up he's up yeah. Rice. He's got captain mm. written all uh, over him. A young age, yeah, to like, have it at a young age. Yeah, I mean him and Rice are the same age, and they're both. Different. He's just got captain instincts and leadership skills that that's very rare these days in football. Yeah. So no, he's a very very good player. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't keep banging about Palace. Who else is a new? Well, um, I suppose Ben White was obviously. Um, was on the on the fringes yeah. going into Euro twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, he obviously with you with Palace, I've watched a lot of him and him and him and Gabriel a bit like Anderson and and Gay. They've just that that has been one of the biggest differences I think for Arsenal that we've we haven't had a centre back partnership for quite some time. Yeah. And I like I love them both, but yeah, I think Ben White has been. Yeah. I, I, I still don't know that he was worth the fifty mil we spent on him, but I, I, I don't know, maybe he was. Ben White and Gurhey is a new new partnership. Yeah, I mean, I think. Do you think Ben White's closer to start being a yes. start? Obviously, people are not happy with Maguire, which which I I understand. That. I don't. I'd still play for England because he's, I think he's good for England. But I think Ben White is probably slightly ahead of ahead of Gurhey, I suppose. But then, but then, where does that leave Cody? Because Cody's quality. Yeah, I like Cody. I know. Obviously, we're talking about the new players, but I don't know. Would Would Ben White is Ben White ahead of Cody in the pecking order? I, I'm going to say no because I really like Cody but then I, I suppose really like but Cody I think is just centre back yeah. if we're going with a back three and yeah. then for example Kyle Walker was there I think I'm going Ben White over yeah, Cody definitely, yeah, I like whereas that. I think Cody goes in the middle he's your, he's your guy in the middle isn't he definitely is there I'm just looking at the squad now Have I, I'm really sorry I should know this especially doing a podcast but Tammy Abraham is he why is he not there or is he there no I don't think he's been called up I don't yeah. he just he just I'm really. I must be injured, surely. He's broken. He's broken. Um, yeah, he's crazy records, records of Bat- Batters do his record. Is it and Montella? Most goals. as well. Most goals for, for in the first season. Yes, if for, for Roma. I yeah, he's yeah. twenty one goals he's got, isn't he? He's on. He's, yeah, he's, he's doing really well. 30, isn't yeah, he? um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't Actually, know. I don't is know. it today or yesterday? Roma put a hundred million price tag on him. Oh really. Do you know what? I don't rate Tammy Abraham. Do you know what? Do you know, well, I don't think he... I've said this before and I'll, I'll stand by this. I don't think Tammy Abraham is good enough to play for a top-level team. I think Roma is his level. I think if he came back to the Premier League, I don't think he'd be any better than a top-six team. Man United love him. He's not good enough for Man United. Really? Well, he's good enough for the current Man United. I don't... No, I don't think so. I, I, do you know what? I, he's English, so I'd, I'd love him to prove me wrong. I just don't think he's good enough. I don't well, think if City don't get Haaland and don't get Kane. Tell me, no, not even near there. No, no. So close. he's next on the list if they don't get him too. If they don't get Haaland and they don't get Kane, um, they're better off going for like a like an Isak or something. Yeah. Like, th- th- not uh, yeah. Tell me, Abraham. He's not. Tell me, Abraham. I don't know. Why I said it so weird. He's not good enough. I think I think he's really good. Well, I don't think he's good. Enough, I don't think he's good enough for England. I think it's difficult because to be fair for England, we don't have. As, as much as we've got lots of forwards, we don't have many centre forwards, yeah. we don't have many strikers, so you could argue is he a better option than someone like Danny Ings nowadays? Probably, just yeah. for, he's a bit younger, but, but yeah, so that, do you think, um, 
how close do you think Jude Bellingham is to to actually being like playing week in well not week in week out but he's got to start week in week out but, but yeah so he's close in terms of his ability so I agree okay, with so him, but not, how, not my opinion yeah how close do you think he is in, in on Gareth in Gareth on, on the earth why am I struggling so much how close is he on Gareth's whiteboard Gareth's drawing up his team how close is Bellingham to being in that team okay um do you think the Calvin Phillips, the fact that Calvin Phillips hasn't played all yeah, season pretty much, might help him. could help him? But then, but then is Jordan Henderson just going to go straight back in and take? Okay, what about this? Take Phillips' place. On Gareth Southgate, I called him up for the World Cup. All right, Gareth. I didn't. <laughs> Hello, mate. Um, I didn't just call him up. Um, to just be a passenger. He played, mm-hmm. played in the World Cup at seventeen. Euros. So, uh, uh, sorry, Euros. Sorry. So then, I reckon he's done that because. To give him experience to play yeah. every tournament. So, yeah, you'd hope so, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say he plays in the next tournament. I think he starts every game in the next tournament. So if we're going 4-3-3, for argument's sake. End of this year. Yeah, the, yeah. If we're going 4-3-3, what's the three in midfield then? Rice. Yeah. Bellingham. Yeah. And... 4-3-3. Didn't he play 4-2-3-1 though? Well, we played a bit. We kind of played a bit of a mixture, I suppose. Some, some, we Gallagher. Did. <clears throat> we we kind of mixed it up, didn't we, a little bit? And let's, all right, let's go four two three one then. Obviously, yeah, just go Rice and Bellingham holding. But yeah, so, what, so then what's your three behind the striker then? Um, obviously Kane up front, and then I'll go Foden, Saka, and Grealish. So no, so no Mason Mount. No. Okay. You know, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, I know it's just I, okay. Who, who's the best player? I think, I think he plays Henderson. I don't think he's not gonna. I think Henderson. Who's the best player? Grealish or Mount? Where are you playing Grealish in that four-two-three-one? Um, on the left. Are oh, you playing Foden in behind? Sack yeah. on the right and then Foden in the ten. Yeah, yeah, if you're, yeah. But then he start. He starts Sterling. So. Oh yeah, did you not have Sterling there? No, you lost. Oh yeah, Sterling. I'm playing. Yeah, I'm playing Sterling over Greenish every day of the week. No, no, if, I, I wouldn't, but Gareth will. Oh, I would. I'd play Sterling well, over Greenish. Okay, so, so Sterling or Mount for you? Your manager now. Sterling. Um, Foden or Foden or Mount. Foden. Greenish or Mount. Different positions, I suppose. But Greenish. Well, I suppose it was the same with Foden and um thing um. Sterling and Mount. Uh, so what was that one, sorry? Greedish or Mount. Or Mount. Uh, Mount? Yeah. Just Gre- I don't know, Greedish hasn't, he hasn't um, set the world alight, has he? Um, we'll talk about it more uh, when the World Cup's on the night. Yeah, it, uh, do you it, know, it, just it change, just, um, obviously he's, he's dropped out of the squad because he, he's got an injury, he didn't play the last game, but um, how close do you think Ramsdale is to being oh, he's, the number one? He loves Pickford, so Pickford's in, but yeah. Ramsdale all day long. What, so the only way Ramsdale gets in, you think, is Pickford's injured? Uh, yeah, 100%. What if Everton get relegated? Do you think he's still, he's still there? Yeah, no, he loves him. I, I, think, I think Southgate is very... Do you know what? Fair play to him as well, because we always moan about, oh, he's not playing inform him and inform that. But he, he, he can't treat... I think he's the first manager. He treats it differently. Yeah. It's like, that's, this is my team, and he's my number one, regardless of what he does in, in the Premier League. Yeah. I trust Sterling. I trust... Yeah. I trust Pickford. He's shown, he shown it in the past. Like Sterling... Didn't have the best season last season, in my opinion. Yeah. People might argue that, it's just my opinion. I don't think he had a great season last season. 
and he played. He was like the main player. Oh, he was in nobody's team. I think no. when we we did a podcast <coughs> before the yeah. Euros, he was nowhere near my starting lineup. No. He was arguably our best player. And for, and for me, I know you disagree, but Pickford, Pickford, I, I, I just don't personally rate Pickford, but he rates him. He had him in the under twenty ones. He rates him, and he, he, he will always play him. So there's a part of that I quite like the Maguire thing as well. Yeah, he likes Maguire because he plays well for him. So yeah, so I think my team versus Southgate's team is very different, but I think his core. If you go uh, Pickford, Maguire, Sterling, Kane, oh, sorry, I've got Rice, they are starting all day long in his team. Yeah. So then it's just people around that. I don't, how can we argue with Southgate? He's he incredible. You can't say. He, yeah. And, it, and it's, it's, always, it's always good to like have like continuity with teams, isn't it? Yeah, especially at international football. At international football? Yeah. International, because you, games are so um, sporadic, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I guess is that more important to it's harder to try new things I guess isn't it yeah because you're only meeting up what once every few months yeah. or whatever it is That's so, in the, in the so past, I get that definitely and in the past we've had like different teams every time so yeah. different players and who's playing what he, he just don't know what the team's going to be but you know he just he, he has his team in his head and yeah. that's it yeah so fair, no, fair play to him I, I, I quite like it and I can't, you can't argue like he said um just uh, in the next week or so, guys, I'm uh, I'm actually in the process of uh, I'm writing an article on Gareth Southgate actually, funny oh, enough, which is going to come out on uh, on dasfootball.com, um, dasfootball.com. So um, and yeah, I'm going to be talking about um, why I I personally really like Gareth Southgate. He's my favourite England manager in my era as an England football fan, and why I think this could be England's time. So yeah, I'll. Uh, Mesut Ozil said we're going to win the World Cup. Did he? Oh, yeah. what a guy. So, yesterday. So, yeah, so yeah, it'll be on the, it'll be on dasfootball.com very, very soon. So, yeah. Looking forward be, to yeah, that. Having a little read, guys. Should be, should be a good one. I'm looking forward to writing it, actually. Well, I've already started it. I'm looking, f- I'm enjoying writing it. It's probably what I said, so. <laughs> no, that'd be good fun. <laughs> yeah, right, looking forward to it. Last couple of things we're just going to wrap up with, guys. Uh, first one is the, well, it's not actually the anniversary yet, but it's going to be the year anniversary of the Super League announcement. There's actually a documentary on Sky now. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't know about, that. Yeah, I've, only, I've literally watched five minutes, so I can't comment too much, but comment too much. But it looks a good pro. Good pro? Good programme. <laughs> it's like a really good programme. So yeah, maybe maybe have a look at that documentary. It's like an hour and a half, two hour documentary on a bit more information about the Super League. But yeah, just really quickly, because you don't want to go on it, because we did a whole episode on the Super League. I mean, that day that it was announced, and, and those 48 hours when it got announced and then squashed, it rocked to the football world, didn't it? And it was just oh, was mad. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. And we've gone over it. So guys, have a little listen. Go back to um, our Super League episode on um, yeah Morning Game Podcast. Have a little look last year. And uh, yeah, come up to the year anniversary. Do you still think it's going to happen? Well, there's talk now, isn't there, of, of the, that there is a second one potentially happening. But I... I, I are they are they mad? Like surely they've already seen it's not worked once. I mean, fair play, I guess, for for, for being persistent. I guess it's almost like um, I don't know. You really, you really, when you when you're young, you really fancied someone, and you keep asking them out on a date. They say no, but you keep trying, and eventually, I guess sometimes it, they do say yes, and you end up happily married all these years later. I guess it's a weird analogy, but how would you think of that? And I'm thinking electric shocks. You know, you're like, oh, I know it's going to shock me, but I want to yeah. do it again. Yeah, it's weird. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Do you know what? I actually wasn't that. I wasn't that against it last time I sort of, I sort of said that on the podcast, and I, I, 
I wasn't as against it as other people were, and I kind of just not that not, and I wasn't for it either. <laughs> but I kind of understood that that was the way the world's going. There's so much money in football these days, but now it's been shot down. Just the cheek to give it a go again it seems seems crazy to me. Just shows you, doesn't it? These these owners of these football clubs are just so greedy. Definitely, that's all. That's all it is, isn't it? They just it's been shot down once. All they're going to do is just try and do it in a different way because they want to make more money at the end of the day, as if they don't make enough as it is. But I I, I don't think it will happen. I I just think there's going to be so much, um, uh, so so much, so many people against it. I suppose is what I'm trying to say. That I just I can't I can't see how it works. Can you? I I can't see how it works. No, not at all. I think it's an awful idea. I hate it. Can't stand it. Listen to our Super League episode. It's actually, you know, a lot of people mentioned that they said it was quite a good listen. So thank you to those people who, who commented on that. Um, but yeah, give it a listen because I still have the same views. One view that I probably didn't mention in that episode was this weekend's coming uh, is non-league day. So basically, it's just to try and promote non-league football get more fans in the ground. I think like kids go free or go for a pound. They're doing like events. They've got some music at some of the grounds and different incentives to try and get there. And they've, you know, Crystal Palace felt something the other day saying, you know, these are clubs around us that you can go and see. And I think Premier League clubs are doing the same. So, um, yeah, so yeah, this weekend, well, hopefully we get this podcast out, but this weekend or some weekend, go and support. Even if you're a main IT fan, you live in Kent. All right, Dom. Um, <laughs> Every yeah. Man United fan. Yeah. <laughs> now, even if you're a Man United fan, whatever, or a Barcelona fan living in Kent or wherever in, in the UK, go and support your local team. Like, I'll, I'll support Crystal Palace, but the team closest to me is probably Maystone or Tunbridge Angels. So, yeah, go and support them because, you know, they can do with the, the money to help the club because it's, it's so hard to run a club. So, yeah, go and, go and support them. But that's my, that's my point, go back to the Super League, is that, that it, it crumbles, it crumbles clubs like that in the long run, doesn't it? Because, Kids coming through and people coming through, they just want to support these big teams. It's become so That's the word, yeah. And it just it just takes away the joy and like that, you know, I just mentioned Tumbridge Angels, they can get into the Premier League. Yeah. They, they they can, they just can. You know, is it unlikely? Absolutely. But they can. Every yeah. but how you meant to get into Super League, like it's just it's just oh, it's, I don't want to go into it because it, I'll just get annoyed, but yeah, I just think it's it's terrible, and I hope it doesn't happen. So, but yeah, big up non-league football. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I think um, like non-league football as well is, I think it gets it gets a bit of a bad reputation, and it is. Yeah. It's. I think people think of it of what it was years ago, like all long ball, muddy pitches. Like it's changed so much now. Like non. Yeah. Like a lot of um, well, the whole of the conference Premier Division. It's not called that, is it? Was it called? No, yeah, it's called the. Com- National League. National League, there you go. The National League is every team's professional, aren't they? And then I think a handful of teams in the South yeah. and the North National League are also professional, which, yeah. which is great. Like, which is mad because you, you hear non-league and you think, oh, it's the dog and duck, that's always sort of the go-to, isn't it? That's yeah. the go-to team name. But it's, it's miles better than it was. And that's that's where you think like the likes of Jamie Vardy, Ian Wright, uh, Dwight Gow, like there's a lot of players that have come from non-league. Not like, every player has come from an academy. So that... It's still a massive part of Definitely. of our sport, and I think, I think, yeah, that it's yeah, I think that 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 would potentially get killed by by a super league. So yeah, I I I I hope it doesn't happen. Now I think I think yeah, now a year a year run. I think I understand that the the sort of um, 
the damage I guess it could cause. So, but I don't know. We'll see. I think there's talk of it happening without the Premier League clubs. So yeah, crack on whatever you want to do. The other people in Europe, we're already out of the EU to a certain yeah. extent anyway. So yeah. <laughs> why it's, not, it's not getting political. Why don't, why don't we just why don't we just jump out of football? But then oh, I'd miss the Champions League as well. <laughs> okay, yeah, can't do that. Oh wow! Last but so, not least, the, the, you know, the opposite to a Super League. The FA Cup. The Super Cup. Like, this is the, the, that's, it's not the Super Cup, but I love the FA Cup, don't you? Everyone takes part. Everyone can get there. Yeah. It's another good thing about it. What's this Super... So what are they going to do in the Super yeah. League? What's their Cup competition going to be like? Yeah, um, it's... I think... Do, do, do you think you'd lose... We'd never know, because we, we could speculate. I think, we, I think we touched on it in that particular podcast. Like, would the games mean as much? Like, you watch the FA Cup and they're... Like you see when a like for example you had um, Everton Boreham Wood. Like that was that that's what the FA Cup's about. Like that was incredible. Even like no disrespect to your team, Palace, but yeah. Palace playing at Wembley against oh, Chelsea and FA Cup like that is like again, no disrespect to Palace, but you'd expect I don't know, Arsenal, Spurs, uh who are Leicester maybe, like one of the Wolves, one of the teams up the higher end of the table to be in that semi final, but but no, it's Palace and that the fact that Palace have got the chance of being in a in a cup final it's just incredible. That's amazing. And it's like, like even like the quarterfinal, Nottingham Forest, like what a story that was like, like sort of an old, uh, well, a, a club that sort of <coughs> dropped off a little bit. Like, I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. We was in administration 10, 10 years ago. Oh, just, and if, if, even just getting to the semi-final, what that has done for, yeah. for, uh, for Palace as a club, oh, financially, amazing. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be incredible. And I, just, I yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. I think, do, do you think it's, do you think it still has its magic? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. And like, obviously I'm going to be Palace bias again, but um, Nottingham Forest, the last round, they gave Liverpool a game. They were brilliant. Oh, they were brilliant. I mean, they beat us and they were, yeah, they were they a better yeah. team. They, they, were a better they, team they beat Spurs as well. Uh, they beat in the last round, so I can't remember. I forgot it wrong. Uh, no, it's Huddersfield in the last round. No, Middlesbrough beat Spurs, didn't they? Yeah, Middlesbrough. Both playing red. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, Middlesbrough had a good one. So it's a bit Arty Spurs. That's right, yeah. That's the one, sorry, yeah. And then they had Chelsea, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but even that, but it's just been great for them and like for for the lower league sides. Boring Wood, like you say, Boring Wood, they were in the game. Forest could have beaten Liverpool, we're arguably the best team in the world right now. Yeah, yeah. They only lost 1-0 to like a goal. And that's what I find mad about the FA Cup. Like a team, you could be two, three leagues different. Uh, difference, yeah. sorry. And... I mean, look at Everton, Bournemouth, 2-0. Yeah. Like, Everton beat teams in the Premier yeah. League 2-0. <laughs> or lose yeah. teams in the Premier League 2-0. And they've beaten, they've beaten a team that are... Well, I mean, they're doing well in the National League. But that's that team that people will turn their nose up and go, well, oh, what yeah. games have watched Bournemouth? They only lost 2-0. It's Everton, it's just, it's just crazy. And I, I just, yeah, I, I, I absolutely love it. And I think it... That, I think we touched it in the last podcast about... Um, like the, the FA Cup having a different feel to the Champions League but yeah. the F, like FA Cup weekend is just great like they just you, it's so you just, good doesn't, I don't think it matters whether it's third round quarter final semi final they just have a different feel and I I actually I actually enjoying having less uh, replays now because the replays are because yeah. of COVID or whatever they've, they've yeah. stopped them to a certain round so I think that makes that makes it more cuppy <laughs> if that's even a word cuppy I think that, that that replay was like it was like yeah. a safety blanket. Definitely, now, something to play for that replay. Yeah, right? and and I, and I do get that financially because I don't know Bournemouth, for example, if they'd have got yeah. a replay at their place, that'd have been incredible. Yeah, but but yeah, I I think 
Oh, I, I just, yeah, I love it. Do you think, do you think you've got a chance? Uh, yeah. I think so too. Yeah, why not? Why not? It's, like, a, it's a neutral ground, you. I just can't wait to get it. Well, neutral, but like, we're Chelsea play every week, well, yeah, true, yeah, fair point. <laughs> no, it, no, I'm only joking. Like, but no, Pat, it's just such a special day. I cannot wait to go. I'm so, so excited to be there and just enjoy the atmosphere and, Oh, it's just gonna be amazing, and I go well. We lost the main night in the FA Cup final for years back, and we lost the game. We stayed right to the end. We watched yeah. the main night in the cup, and oh, it's such a good day. Like I know we lost, but it's so good. It's so so good. It's it's gonna be magical. Like you know, whatever happens, it's gonna be brilliant. So, but yeah, we have got a chance. Like it's a shame Conor Gallagher, Conor Gallagher can't play, but um, he can play the final though. So that's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> right, go in. Right, Palace Chelsea wins. <clears throat> Um, oh wow God uh, what uh, Chelsea after extra time okay yeah I'm not I'm not gonna answer that's alright <laughs> I knew you would it. I'm gonna leave it and then okay so City so, alright okay what I do want you to answer then yeah. for that game how do you think you, you beat Chelsea what, what do you think would need to happen do you think you'd need to score first do you think you'd need to keep it really tight for, for a long time? How do you think you can beat... Because they're, they're, if Chelsea turn up and I Chelsea, they they they'll, they will battered Palace, but they could easily run out 2-0 winners in that game. But, I, think, but, I think we beat them by playing the way we did against Man City. Okay, and maybe Just, scoring a late goal. Well, I mean, you yeah. had how many chances Just, did you have against City in that game? Well, yeah, you could have won that game easily. Yeah, as soon as yeah, the ball, yeah, as soon yeah, the ball in our defensive half, just really tight... Defensive shape, and as soon as the ball goes in the attacking half, commit players forward, press them, yeah. try and pin them back. But then as soon as they work the ball through, everyone gets back, puts yeah. in a shift, and then just try and take our chances. But you know, look, we've got, we know that if we, do you know what, to be fair, like, think about their players, you think um, their full-backs, um, is Rhys James injured? Well, he, he was, he came back, got injured again, but then he got called up into the England squad, but I think, I don't think he's, I think he's dropped out of the English squad now, I think. So I well, think he's injured regardless again. Regardless if he plays or not, I think Zaha and Elise are a nightmare for any of them, really. Yeah, do you know what I think as well, which which goes in Palace's favour, is you think Palace kept Man City quiet. You think Chelsea, the, the probably the worst part of their team is the forward area. Yeah. That Lukaku's not working. They don't really have a, a set front line like sometimes the is playing sometimes Mount's yeah. sort of playing in behind or left or right or a bit deeper will Pulisic play will hudson Doyle play so I don't think whereas City they all kind of City know they, City know what they're doing even if they're yeah. playing Grealish or Sterling yeah. or Foden or whoever so I think the same every time I think Lukaku I wouldn't Lukaku's not worry is he which is mad to say when how good he was sort of last season, but it sounds like a crazy thing to say, and I don't want to like don't ever take this the wrong way, anyone, but we got, it's the best we could have got. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, you'd rather play none of them, but yeah. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Of course. And, and, and take that with a pinch of salt. If anyone says, oh, whatever. But it's like, that. Would you not fancy City after the nil nil the other day? Not. Not Wembley. No. No. Yeah. Fair point. Not Wembley, Again, it's their no. home ground as well. To be fair, it's all there. Yeah. All three of them. All right. So about City Liverpool. Uh, wow. They pay each other the week before as well, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, and they've got the Champions League in between it as well. Man City win that. I think so too. Yeah, Man City win that game. Do you think, it's, do you think it's, is it a tight game? Or do you think that they win comfortably? I reckon it, Man City win and it won't be the same result the week before. Ooh. I'll let you use your imagination on that one. Oh, 
okay. Uh, yeah, I'm struggling. Um, yeah, I. Do you know what? I. I think. I think Man City win the whole thing. Personally, I just think. But I, I don't know. But then I do quite fancy this Liverpool quadruple. And it's Liverpool quadruple. Could. It, <coughs> do you know what's you know what's mad? mad? Do you know what I, mean? I know that that's a this is a whole other conversation. I'm moving on to this podcast is ending up being way longer than we planned. But for years in Guardiola, but well not for years, but in Guardiola's time at in charge of City, everyone's been going. He's gonna win the like, he can win the quadruple. Yeah. And then Klopp's just rocked up. Well, not it. just rocked up, but Klopp's all of a sudden like in the background. He could win the quadruple. Like they genuinely could do it, but I don't know. I I, I quite fancy City. But I, for you, mate, and, and, and for my son as well, I'm praying that Palace, it, yeah. even just to get to the final would be incredible. Wouldn't it? I mean, be amazing. of course they could win it. I mean, if they drew you a little bit City and you've beaten City as well. Like, Palace could genuinely win the FA Cup. Um, I hate to tell you this, mate, but you've never won the FA Cup before. Right. <laughs> so so well, that would be... Um, I think oh, that would be, be incredible. Imagine. Oh. I'd, yeah. I'd I'll just, get excited thinking about it. Obviously, we're, we're, we're quite lucky because we've won it a few times. I've never, I've, I've never got to go. I've been to the semi-final before, but I've never been to the final. But oh, it's great. It's great to win the FA Cup. It's fantastic. And I mean, again, no disrespect to Palace, but and this is what it comes back to what I said at the start of the podcast about joy. Also, we've won the FA Cup a lot of times. When we win it, it's like, yeah, we've won it again. Like, we did, yeah, because we celebrate. But imagine for Palace, especially for you that's been yeah. going to Palace for 20-odd years, all that heartbreak of playing Doncaster oh, and Scumble. Oh, Imagine that feeling of winning the FA Cup oh, and being crew. And that's what the FA Cup does. In Europe as well after that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, but that, but that, oh down yeah. here, it's so excited thinking but about it. But that's what the FA Cup does, isn't it? Like, But even just being in the semi-final is that that, that good feeling. Magic. Of, yeah, that, that, that magic feeling oh, that you get of your club <clears> making you proud. and It's going to be amazing. It's yeah. going to be so good. No, I can't, I can't, do you know what? I think sometimes, well, when you have a stronger team and a slightly weaker team, like, oh yeah, the other games, the other games, the better game. But I, I, I think both games are going to be quality. I'm really looking forward yeah, to both great games. games. I think that like they're both going to be di- good for different reasons. Obviously, the yeah. Chelsea Palace game is going to be a completely different type of game to City Liverpool. But I can't wait. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're not looking forward to the Chelsea Palace one in the same way that I am. But oh, but yeah, I think both games are going to be really good. Really looking forward to both games. I'll end you. I'll end you this with his last comment. So something the other day, a friend of mine said. Um, I've got some plans for fourteenth of May. You're about Matt, <laughs> and I went. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> What's going I'm on fourteenth to... of May? If I got final. Oh yeah, I'm, I've I've got plans because we got knocked out by Nottingham Forest. So yeah, we won it. We won it more than anyone else, so we don't need to win it anymore. So well, I, I, that's what I'm going to say. I don't want to jinx it. I'm, I'm <laughs> touching wood as we speak. Oh, that'd be incredible. Do you know it'd be be so good? And I think do you know what I like as well? I like it when a team. That shouldn't that we that, that aren't expected to get to the final get to the final because it it definitely it creates even more magic in the you don't always get a magical final because quite often it'll be like last time we were in the final it was Arsenal like, it, like the Chelsea yeah and it's kind of it's almost kind of everyone's like oh, okay well it's what we expected but I think sometimes if it's a a bit more I was gonna say an unknown team Palace are an unknown team but at the start of the tournament nobody was back in Palace to win it so I think. That I like that I like, I like that. And, I think, and what I also like about that is if it was Palace City or Liverpool 90% of the English population will be supporting Palace yeah. all the Chelsea fans will be supporting Palace all the Arsenal fans all the Man United fans all the Everton fans like everyone would be back in Palace in that game 
which is which is like that's brilliant. Uh, like, and yeah, so I don't know. Everyone Fing- red, red and blue. <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. No, I'm looking, um, forward, looking forward to both games. Should be good fun. We don't know when the next podcast is. So it might be after the game. It might be before. So I'm sure we'll talk about it. No doubt. Let's let's do it after. Let's do it after to oh, okay. review, review the oh, FA Cup because okay. then we can review the FA Cup semi finals. I think we'd have had both legs of the Champions yeah. League. Oh, okay. So we'll come back. We'll come back then. Cool. Arsenal would have cemented their top four place, and uh, life would be good. Nice. Life would be really good. Oh, I suppose. Well, my, my grassroots team has sort of our seasons come to an end, and your grassroots teams would have come to an end, and that would kind of be. We'll kind of be the football season will be fizzing out. What we're we gonna do? Talk about transfers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'll leave you with um, let us know and your funny dislikes about football. Uh, keep them light. Yeah, that'd be good actually. Yeah, keep them light-hearted and um, have a nice. Just have a nice day. What are you doing right now? Well, keep well, smiling. Enjoy the sunshine, guys. We've had some great sunshine this week, so keep enjoying the sunshine. I'm looking forward to Aaron's outro, so if you can get it right this time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, go support your a non-league side over the next until the next podcast. Go and support a non-league side. It's a great day out. Have fun. You love it, and they do good food as well. It's probably better than the Premier League clubs, to be fair. The, the non-league food, but yeah, no, guys, it's been a pleasure. That was uh, that was the March podcast. I need to come up with like a, a cool ending, so you'll hear from us soon. Got it. Look at that. First yeah. time I'm pointing at the podcast. <laughs> the podcast? I'm not pointing at the podcast. But yeah, it's been a pleasure, guys. You'll hear from us soon after the FA Cup semi finals and the Champions League quarterfinals? Yeah. Yeah, quarterfinals. So yeah, some great football to watch. Can't wait. And some great league football as well. Good luck. Good luck, Palace. Let's go, the Eagles. What's the, uh, what's the song? Patrick Vieira's. We got. Oh, that's it. Pat <laughs> oh, God, no, I knew it. <laughs> He knows Fiera. exactly what we need. Ooh. He comes from Senegal. He played for... Oh, and he got in the Hall of Fame, didn't he, as well? So that yeah, well, he's going to be buzzing and rude as well. We'll talk about the Hall of Fame next Mitchell time. Uh, that's up for vote. Anyway. We're on the way to Wembley. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You'll hear from us soon. Take care, guys. See you later. Football show that they talk about things because they're in the know. If you like football, then you should go and listen to.